I'm Arya Schwartz, along with my co-hosts, Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the Windsider Show, where it's all about the W. We're talking WNBA Finals with a shining star. like our show please consider joining our patreon community for less than a cup of coffee a month you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the w if you didn't figure it out by my timely pun we are here with jasmine thomas of the connecticut sun as she prepares for the WNBA finals taking on the washington mystics welcome to the show jasmine thomas of the finals bound connecticut sun uh jasmine thanks for taking the time and joining our show how you doing i'm good no problem thanks for having me so I'm, I'm going to dive in real deep right now, uh, kind of hits, hit the ground running. Can you talk to me, what went into your shutting down of the LA guards in the semifinals round? And what will it take to do the same against DC? Um, I mean, just a defensive focus that we had. It was a conversation all series, uh, just that we were going to win games on the defensive end. And that was just everyone being locked in uh, to the game plan, to what we were doing on specific players and in certain actions and executing that. Um, And against D.C., I mean, Washington is extremely talented. They score the ball so well. Uh, They have great chemistry. So, you know, really being locked in and, you know, coming up with a few different strategies that we can use on them and really working on that in practice this week is really important. Jasmine, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Um, You you talked about being locked in, um, and I think (laughs) there's probably very few people in the country who could argue against that in the sun right now and what you guys are doing as a team. But I kind of want to shift the focus to you a little bit specifically um, in in your ability to elevate your game. I mean, you've had a tremendous season so far, uh, but you've taken it to a completely different level into these playoffs. Um, is, is that a matter of preparation? Is that a, a veteran mentality? Kind of how are, how are you doing that or how do you credit that? Um, I don't, I mean, I think just a mindset. I feel like the playoffs, you know, you, you go through the regular season and, and that's a season in its own. So you have, you know, with the travel and, you know, having that kind of consistency and knowing what's going to happen, you know, who you're going to play, you can prepare ahead of time, you know, having that in the regular season, you you know, our goal was just to end in second place. And so you play that and you, you go through that adversity and everything and you learn and you grow. And then when it's time for the playoffs, you get that time to just regroup and, and know that now you're playing for something else. It's like two different seasons in my mind. So I just feel like uh, I'm playing motivated. I, I don't have to save anything. You know, I can really give everything that I got to, to get a championship motivated that's a, that's such a great word into my next question and um it wouldn't be a, a, a true interview with you right now if i didn't bring up kind of the elephant in the room <laughs> about uh, the chip on the shoulder the motivated the role player comment that was thrown your way uh-huh. on espn as you're sitting there and you handled it so gracefully but i have to ask you you know in that moment what was going on in your head I mean, honestly, it was my first time in that situation, so I didn't really know how to <laughs> how to react or, you know, respond to it. But honestly, I just kind of wanted to, like, pull up our roster and just, like, go through every player on the team. 
<laughs> and say like, you know, how talented they are. This one's an all-star. This one's an all-star. Like, I don't know. I just, I felt uh, everything that I'm proud of and, and that I know about our team and my teammates, I just wanted to tell everybody. And I feel like I just bottled that up, brought it back to the team and, and everybody is just, uh, playing with something to prove, but also just to keep accomplishing our team goals. You know, it's been like this for a few years, no matter how much more we've achieved each season or how well we've played, uh, people still, you know, they underestimate us. They don't pick us to, to win. And we kind of get used to that. So it's not, you know, we've never relied on that outside support. It's, it's all internal. Our organization, we know what we're capable of and we believe that this is the year to do it. Yeah, and I think, you know, you have a select few. There are people who follow the Sun, the Connecticut Sun, and what's been built there um, the last few years, you know, extremely close. So I think for some some people, it's not a surprise. I think there were many, um, at least maybe from our perspective, being on the media side, as close as we are, that really are not surprised with kind of the run you guys are making, the talent that's on this team, how versatile you guys are, and how the chemistry and how in sync you guys are. But um, Thank I, you. Yeah, for, I appreciate it. No, I, I I want you to know that, you know, there are people that definitely see it, but I'm, I'm very much blown away in some ways, kind of what you're saying of taking kind of that underdog role and um, on, on a nationwide scale, kind of the disrespect, if you will, mentality that you guys have really embraced. And like you said, you took it back to Connecticut and everybody has embraced that role. And, and it's really lit a fire under you guys that could only organically <laughs> been, uh, been grown. So talk about the, just the team and the mission and the chip on your shoulders. I mean, you guys are truly on a mission right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're absolutely on a mission. I, we we want to win a championship, and that's what the goal is. That's the focus. And whatever that takes, you know, you've seen any any one of uh, our players kind of just go off and take over games. You know, it hasn't just been one person. And, and that's kind of been the story of the Sun for, you know, a few seasons now. It, you know, we play team basketball, and we be, we believe in each other. We build each other up. We have confidence in what we do here as a team offensively and defensively so uh you know especially as of late for us to to really embrace that defensive focus uh it's probably something that we have been missing in the past so so to to have that uh going into a championship series is is what we want i i noticed uh in in the media coverage of kurt's post game uh kind of rallying cry in the locker room he mentioned we're not popping bottles we don't have any celebration right now we're focused on the next series can you talk about that mentality? Because I'm not trying to throw shade here, but like a lot of teams, when they make it to the finals, there's a, there is a celebration that happens when you make it across that hurdle. Talk to me about what's going through your guys' mind in that respect. Uh, I mean, I don't want you to think that we, we weren't excited to make it to the finals. Like just because we didn't celebrate, we, we were extremely excited, of course, but you know, I just feel like, like I said, our end goal is to win a championship. So, you know, that was just another step toward what we're trying to do. And, you know, we kind of just talked about it as a team and it just didn't feel right to do it at this moment. Now, heading in to the final, obviously, um, you guys have not played each other since June 29th was the last meeting mm -hmm. between the Sun and the Mystics. I mean, that's that's basically three months ago. Um, as a competitor and as a team preparing for this matchup, I mean, you, you, you know, neither team is where they were at three months ago. Um, so is right. that is that difficult to prepare moving forward? Does, does your preparation change? Um, 
I mean, I don't think our preparation changes. We're pretty consistent with how we prepare for games. Our, you know, our coaching staff does a really great job at breaking down video and uh, gearing our practice plans around our, you know, preparing for these games. So our preparation will absolutely be the same. But I just think, you know, we have a lot of film to watch. So I guess maybe that is, you know, the upside of not having played in a while is that we can see how they've been playing as of late. Um, and we really do put a big emphasis on video. So I, I think, I don't know, <laughs> it's just part of it. That's how the, that's how the schedule goes. It's how the, the season went. So I, I want to talk to you. You talked about preparing in video and something uh, the talking heads who cover the league we were all speaking about was kind of getting tape of how to beat uh, Washington these days. And, and one of the things that obviously you can look at game three and say, oh, we can pick apart some stuff from there. One of the things I noticed is Natasha Cloud loves to push the pace. Uh, what is something that you can do to disrupt her and the Mystics offense? Um, I mean, picking her up sooner, not really letting her get going, getting bodies to her sooner and getting her slowed down. Um, it's, you know, it's hard. She's playing confident. She's playing well. She's, you know, really significant part of what they're doing over there. And, you know, with the talent she has around her, it's hard to, you know, only put so much attention on any one player because you got four other people out there that, you know, can really score efficiently. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be something that's going to take all five people, uh, all five of us on defense being locked into, but uh, definitely going to have to get bodies, uh, bodies on bodies as quickly as possible in transition. So talk to me, what element of your game do you think, specifically in this matchup against DC, is going to be key for your guys' success? Um, I mean, you know, they have they have size. They, they keep the ball on the side a lot uh, defensively and, and icing and, you know, make it really hard for you to kind of play with the flow. So for me to be able to just find a good tempo to keep our team playing at, um, being a defensive leader, like I've taken pride in being. And, you know, since that's going to be a key part of this series, you know, making sure that we have the energy and focus on that end of the ball as well. So uh, I would say defense and, and tempo. You, you mentioned, you know, Kurt Miller and, and the coaching staff doing a great job of really preparing you guys, um, you know, defensively and just kind of mentality wise. You know, I, I'm, I'm personally very intrigued. I'm a huge Kurt Miller fan. We go back to our days of coaching college basketball together. Um, oh, cool. what, is it, what is it like playing for him and his staff? Um, you know, he, he's in my in my opinion, he's a brilliant basketball mind. And, and I think seeing a lot of that mm -hmm. play out on the court right now. But, you know, you having an extremely high basketball IQ as well. You know, how does that relationship how is that relationship between you two and how does he continue to push you every single day? Um, I mean, it's grown every year. Uh, you know, I appreciate him for for what he's, uh, um, you know, helped you know, what he's allowed me to do in my career. Uh, when I got to Connecticut, I was, you know, going through a, a stage of, you know, low confidence, not really feeling valued as a player, not sure, like, you know, who I would be in this league and him giving me that confidence and that freedom to kind of just be myself and, uh, and assert myself as a player is, you know, what is part of why I am where I am today. So I had extremely a lot of respect for him. I appreciate him so much. And I think, um, you know, what he's done with this organization as far as, um, you know, making it a, a getting us back to winning. Uh, he gives us a, a lot of freedom to be ourselves, but it's structured. You know, we know what he expects from us. We know um, that he stays up 
to crazy hours every night going over video and and he really is a detail-oriented coach so we know we can trust that when we come to practice or when we come into the game that we've been prepared in the best way possible and that's a good feeling as as a player knowing that you don't have to worry about that you just have to go out there and do your job and 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 be focused and you know that he's so repetitive in what he does that it's ingrained in your mind like even if he thinks we're not paying attention, we have no choice but to, <laughs> but to know because I don't know. It's just a good system. It, it really is, and um, yeah, he's he's been great with us. And Jasmine, you are the only, as far as I my research <laughs> is, you are the only Connecticut mm-hmm. Sun player to have competed in a WNBA Finals, um, and you have a ton of experience. And you actually have a ton of experience with Washington. That was the team that you originally started out with in uh, your WNBA career. Yeah. But but what is that like for you from a leadership role, from a veteran role, um, having that experience as you head into this five-game series? You know, does, does that add any added pressure to you? Do you feel natural in that environment? Kind of talk to me a little bit about that. I mean, honestly, I don't feel added pressure. I actually feel like, I don't know, just like grateful and excited and happy, determined, because I feel like I'm such a different player from what I was in 2013. (laughs) You know, I'd just been traded to Atlanta, was still kind of going through what I told you, those phases of like, what is my value? What am I, what am I going to do in this league? So I, I feel like I'm in such a a better position now. I'm more confident. I I value and other things about the game other than just, uh, you know, my playing time and where I fit in. I really want to be a leader on this team. I really want to make sure that everybody is growing and feeling like uh, we're about to do something special. So just going into this championship series is way different than than before. And that experience obviously was something that I learned from, you know, we got swept for, uh, by Minnesota. And, you know, we were, I don't know, it's just, it was a learning experience. And I'm just grateful that I'm back in the championship as a more mature, uh, confident, experienced player. So we always like to end the show on the hardest of questions. So I'm sorry Uh for this one. Uh, (laughs) So there's been a lot of attention to Courtney Williams and her dad. (laughs) And Can you just tell me about your first interactions with her and then the first interactions with her dad and kind of your reactions to that? Because they are amazing and hilarious. Yes, they are. My first interaction with her was, which is like most people, she is just a ball of energy when she smiles, when she talks, just, you know, her confidence about her. You can't help but feel feel good when, when you're in her presence. And as soon as you meet her dad, you're just like, oh. It makes sense. This is where she gets it from. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, it's been great having him along on this journey just because he's he's really lightened, you know, lightened the atmosphere at the right times. And I think for her uh, being on this big stage and, and having the support of her, her dad, it also brings like a calmness to her. And I think that's what we're seeing. And, and they're just being themselves. I think that's what I like the most is that it's authentic. It's genuine. This is not something that they're doing for the media, that they're doing for the cameras. This is who they are. And and we love and appreciate them for it because it's something we need in this organization. Jasmine, thank you so much for your time and uh, uh, coming on the show. We realized you're probably swamped preparing for the WNBA finals, so we appreciate it. Uh, as we say, as we end, Every episode, we believe the players of the W and its community deserve the same in-depth analysis and respect. 
that men's sports receive on a daily basis. Please consider joining our Patreon community to help support us and the hard work that we do. Jasmine, thank you so much and have a great day. Yeah, thank you. You too.